only did we crown a new person here in the United States as the president, but we have a new... Maxima has some competition over there in Holland. There's a new queen in town. Drag Race Holland. Season finale. The grand finale is the name of this episode. I don't know. I'm going to raise the music, sit here and stare at Hilka, and then come back. All right. Welcome to the Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race Holland Season 1, Episode 8, titled The Grand Finale. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by the very gay, the very Dutch, but yet very English... Hello, Hilka. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, we did it, Hilka. You did it. We made America great again. Yeah. You lost the Senate, so the country is still going to fall apart. But it's yeah, very yeah. nice well, no, look, that everyone be as I, as You well. know, look, we. I am. I'm going to be very hopeful and think we can do those last two seats in Georgia in the runoffs. And do you think so? Well, let's see what we can do. And, uh, but, um, but you know, that's always funny is, um, everyone's always talking about like the, well, not the, the Trump and his people are like, oh, it's stolen and the fake elections and the fake votes and something like, so you're telling me there was this grand conspiracy and they decided not to take the Senate and to lose some seats in the Congress. Yeah. Madness. Yeah. I, I was, especially that first night, I was just trying to process like all the losses in the Senate or like, maybe not all the losses in the Senate, yeah. but like all the things the Senate. I think the thing is if, if you'd got on the Senate with like 52 seats, mm-hmm. you would have really been able to make that country functional again. Mm-hmm. If you, if, if like DC could be added as a state, yeah. if Puerto Rico could have been added as a state as if like the Supreme court could have been like rebalanced, yeah. then maybe there was a chance for America to not completely fall apart. <laughs> in the next 30 Look, years then we have something to maybe i'll just here. take a little bit longer now that's nice uh-huh yeah it'll yeah. just take a little bit longer Get something to look forward to anyway but hilka let's <laughs> talk about the newest crowning we're talking about drag race holland called the grand finale uh it it, it you know i was just talking to jay Ellis about this who doesn't watch drag race holland and i said look this is my my thoughts on the whole series overall it's like if Someone called their friend in Holland and said, this is what happens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Now try and recreate it. And so it has all the same beats uh, as a typical Drag Race finale. Very low stakes. And in fact, I would say lower stakes than usual because I'm going to spoil it for everybody. If you haven't watched the last episode, Envy Peru wins. But it almost feels like season eight where... We knew episode one, Bob was going to win. Like, all right. Uh, even though, and I want to get your thoughts in a second, I think one could make the case that Janie Jacquet could have won. But I don't know. I wanna, what are your thoughts here? What are your thoughts here? Oh, in what way would you think that Janie Jacquet could have won? I think a lot of people didn't like her look coming down the runway. Did you? What were your thoughts on that? With the wings, the big wings. Yeah. It was a bit ugly, yeah, but I did like it. Especially yeah. with her story. Well, actually, at first I didn't like it, but then she told the story about, like, this is, like, yeah. um, a part of drag that I really like and yeah. sort of miss. That made it really fun, and it really made... I could totally see, like, the actual queen who originally wore it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and that there's some sort of, like, history behind it. Um, I don't 
know. I think, look, I, do I think that Envy Peru, she performed well across the board. She was head and shoulders above that. But, like, if they would have crowned Janie Jacquet, I don't think it would have been that weird. Uh, yeah, no, totally. I also think that, um, I think Envy got one of her wins that was, like, not very clear why she'd gotten that win. Yeah, 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 you're right. I, I think early on in the season. I just remembered this. I've seen this on the internets, and maybe you know a little bit more about this, but did did Fred have a, a suicide scare this week? Do you know about this? Um, so he had a bad thing happen to him, uh-huh. but it's one of those things where it's better not to talk about it. Okay. But like something in his personal life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but I don't think suicide. I think um, just some of his... Like a, like a nervous breakdown. Um, oh, it's just... No, okay. I'm not going to... I think I know what it is, but it's it's like just something in his personal privacy thing that if we're, if we're going to talk about it more then that makes it just worse as like the thing that happened to him i don't even know what happened to him i really don't yeah, i just okay. know that something happened to fred that's all i know yeah something bad happened yeah definitely so he, i think he just broke his like media silence to uh, talk about um, oh he did dark race again and now he i think i saw him post about um trump oh. with, <laughs> with the with the caption that's hard um well, now, but now you're making me go on to find out what it was. Because the whole time I, I knew he was, I think I saw somewhere like, oh, let's pray for, but they had to imply that he would try to commit suicide. I'm like, oh, well, Hilke will give oh. me the whole story. You know? I, yeah. So this is, I think I've, I've seen other people talk about this as like, it's better not to talk about it. But if you're curious, obviously Google it. Why not? But maybe not. Maybe don't also. You're, I don't know. You're so politically correct, Hilke. I'm, do you mean considerate? Maybe. <laughs> um, I don't think I'm politically correct. I no. think um, it, it's a tricky balance between feeling not scared to say what you want to say and feeling free to say what you want to say mm-hmm. and also know that a lot of the way we say things have are structured in ways that harm people. Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking back to this about a couple of weeks ago they had on a judge, and I mentioned on here that the first time I watched the episode, I listened, must have been writing a note or something like that, and I didn't realize that this person was transgender. And I was yes. like, oh, my God. I was like, I was floored the second time when I saw this person was transgender, and I could feel the ne- the hairs on the back of your neck, like, stand up. Uh, of where that was going. And I was thinking about it later. And I was thinking is there are certain drag queens who don't claim to be transgender, who are constantly complimented. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, who are constantly Mm -hmm. complimented on their ability to pass as a cisgendered woman. So like, for instance, Blair St. Clair or uh, uh, Courtney Act. You know, uh, I call him like, oh my God, she looks like a, and I'm, th- th- I'm not, this is not my term, this term here, like a real woman and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, um, and, and it's, it's, it's said as a compliment in, in the world of, I guess, female illusion. But, um, but if, it, but I guess my question is where it gets tricky and hazy is when you're, on a like in real life for sure you should be careful but when you're on a show where the point of the show is aesthetics is f- 
female illusion, which I know in this case is not female illusion, it's gender reassignment or whatever. But or yeah. no, no, no. Wait, what's it called again? I used I used the term wrong. Gender correction. Well, what you taught us. I this. don't. I don't know exactly what you mean to say. You had a. Um, you, do you mean just? There was. Well, a, she, she's a woman, right? That's yeah, a, she's a woman. She's a woman. Yeah, yeah. But let's take a cisgendered woman, a cisgendered straight woman. If she walked in the room and I said, oh, my God, you are so beautiful. You're giving yeah. me life. Blah, blah, blah. How yeah. it's not taking away from someone else and saying that they but it, it what I was saying was, yeah, I was floored. I was surprised. I was giving a genuine reaction. I guess my question to you is, yeah. what is the balance? And I mean, because the truth is, I really was shocked. I think the thing is, um, there is a. The sort of transformation that you see with with Bear St. Clair, but also with people who transition, mm -hmm. can be really quite big, right? Mm -hmm. Someone looks like this before and then looks like that after. Yeah. That can yeah. be very very impressive. Mm -hmm. Like, um, that can be a, a really big change where you're almost like, wow, I can't believe that, right? Yeah. yeah. So th that, there is obviously a part of that that is that is really interesting, fascinating. Just to pause you for a second, but, it comes up yeah. on this episode. I mean, uh, what's her Nikki Plesson brings that yeah. up with Envy Peru during the podcast segment, but go ahead. Yeah. Um, was that? Okay. Um, so that's, that's, that's obviously like a, a thing. And also someone can look really pretty and all that. Um, I think the, the, the thing where, it's not just about, Oh, wow. You look super, super beautiful. But why, like, well, I can't believe how, what was it? Like how much you look like a cis woman makes um, the conversation about, it, it makes the conversation about, about specifically that aspect of people's lives. Mm -hmm. Whereas a trans woman just living her life just constantly want to be like, oh, you looked differently originally and now you look like this. I can't believe it, if, if that makes sense. And also it makes it like the, the trans experience is all about, in between square square quotes, uh, mm -hmm. scare quotes, scare quotes, um, passing, um, whereas people just want to live their lives. Even if you maybe don't look like you are cis, um, but look like a woman, look a woman in different ways that maybe don't look sense, if that makes sense. It does, but sense? I wasn't, first of all, I don't know what she looked like before. Um, but like, for instance, I guess this is sensitive too. If someone said, look, I got a nose job. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh, you know, a perfect example, a perfect example. I'll give you. <laughs> Have you ever heard of afterthought media personality, Adam Burns? Yes. Okay. And this is something he talks about openly. So I'm not, I don't feel badly saying this, but he has uh, a hair piece. Okay, yeah. he wears uh, a hairpiece because he's bald on top of his head. And I've said this to him to his face. I've said it multiple times. Now he takes it as a compliment. And this is true. It is unclockable. His hairpiece, yeah. he, he earned every penny from that hairpiece. I've seen him in real life too. You cannot tell. It is unclockable that he has a hairpiece. Okay? Yeah. Does that situation i just told and i tell i compliment I'm like wow because a lot of people yeah. they have i just don't say anything right but yeah. i tell him i go wow it's it, it, you can't tell he has a hairpiece you can't is that the same situation or no i think the way it's different is that 
when we're talking like it's not every time every time we talk about people from arkansas wow don't they have great hair pieces mm-hmm. do you know what i mean it's not like that's not like for I, I, i'm not trans so i don't actually mm-hmm. it's not my experience i can't say much about it but yeah. for a lot of trans women from what i understand they are constantly judged to this standard of like do you look enough mm-hmm. like a like a woman between us yeah, again yeah. Okay. um and that is something that um determines stuff about their safety in life it's mm-hmm. stuff that is important to um yeah safety lots of things employment the the whole the whole thing yeah. whereas um yeah so like having that as the main talking point about someone mm-hmm. is i think dangerous uh and the other thing that is dangerous about it is the implication that um maybe that's not necessarily that's not something that you implied but really focusing on that can start the implication that that's the the way the way to be successful as a trans person is to look like yeah. a cis person even if no, that's no, not no. i get why you're kind of sensitive to that i guess where then it gets tricky though and let, let's step away from rupaul's drag race is let's say you're watching top model and i know there's a whole thing with trend top model people and stuff like that but if you're watching top model and uh you well no even if there are is a trans person on there top model is 100 percent about aesthetics now in real life it's not fair to judge someone about aesthetics because you're right ugly people don't get hired as much as pretty people fat you know you know what i'll even use this drag race holland you and i both know i'm speaking for you maybe you'll disagree with me but you and I both know that Abby OMG has made it very much farther in this competition than she should have because she is a beautiful boy, beautiful drag queen too, yeah. but also an attractive male. And the producers made a decision to keep her around. So aesthetics does play a part in like how far you go in life. And that's not fair. But when you have a competition that's purely about aesthetics, I feel that that goes around uh, away because that's what you're judging. The judging here is about aesthetics. You know, you're trying to be America's yeah. or Holland's next top model. Is there a top model in Holland? Yes. Oh, okay. That's what. That's the one that that judge won. Oh, okay. Oh, the, the okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. So, that was the point. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So let me ask you this question. That's very interesting. I didn't even think. Of that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here it goes. Here it goes. Yeah. On Holland's top model, did my comment ever come up? I'm not sure. I've not. I did not watch that that show. Mm-hmm. Um, possibly, yeah. But I think that what uh, one one of the things that um, I think is really important to distinguish is between l- looking like a cis woman mm-hmm. and being beautiful. Yeah. Right. So if it was like. Who looks the most? Who looks the most cis? Yeah. Then maybe she would not have won. Which is my new <laughs> reality. next cis top yeah. model. Yeah. Then maybe she wouldn't have won that. Um, but I get. You yeah, know, I think, yeah, it's tricky because I think I've made this very clear. I think you know this. I think I've made it very, very well known that I'm here. Like I'll be honest with you, I find trans men very attractive, just in general, right? Even if I can tell, right? Like. You, you you don't tell me what tw- I'm going to show you something here. <laughs> oh God! Like I have um, 
Ugh, it's gonna be too long to find it. But like on my my porn subreddit, I have a whole different profile for porn on Reddit. And then I have like a favorite, and there's a ton of subreddits, right? But then I have like a favorite. One of them is for trans girls, right? I just find them unbelievably attractive. Yeah. No, and and, and not yeah. just clocking or not, and there's somewhere you can. Yeah. I'm not. That's not a judgment. It's just, do I find you attractive? So I know yeah. for me, it's not coming from a bad place like that. But like, but is there something wrong? What's funny is I wouldn't even say, and I don't know if there's a lot of trans people who would agree with me or not, but um, almost like a third gender, you know, or a fourth or a multi-gender. Like, in other words, I don't necessarily even see them as men or women at all, but really just their own sort of gender. Okay. Um, You're listening to Drag Race Holland, by the way. <laughs> um i think that there is maybe something troublesome in there why um isn't that what mama queen says about herself on this episode yeah well if you're talking non-binary people then yeah sure there are obviously there are i mean i would personally not fully describe myself as a man at the moment i don't Mm -hmm. think um so the hundreds of genders, as it were, possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but I thought you were talking specifically about trans girls that you were looking at. No. On the internet. No. So I think if someone is a trans girl, then they're obviously part of the, the woman gender. Mm-hmm. Um, Here's the deal. That's important, I think. Let me tell you this. I'm being very blunt. I'm not yeah. one of these people who's big into words. If you want to be called they, them, I'll call you fucking they, them. He, him, mm-hmm. she, her. Look, I'm a big fan. I want to meet a ZZ, right? I'll call you whatever Lovely you want. Huh? <laughs> Lovely people. Yeah. I haven't, I know it exists. I've just never met a ZZ, right? Yeah. Uh, I'll call you whatever you want to fucking be called. What do you want to be? I've yeah. never asked. What is your preferred pronoun? My my pronouns are he, him. Okay. Uh, maybe they, them, but I'm not entirely sure. I'm right. like I'm not I'm not entirely settled on my gender yet, but I think somewhere, mm-hmm. somewhere near man, but not fully. I'm not entirely mm-hmm. sure. I think the the thing that I came up with yesterday was, if man were a color, mm-hmm. I'd be a pastel. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that doesn't make uh, sense. You know, here's the deal. Believe it or not, because I know I have for a gay person, not a real person. Um. For a gay man, I have uh, on the more male side of the spectrum voice, right? But in my personal life, I go through different things. And one of the big jokes with me and Aiden is for some reason in the morning, uh, I am a fucking bottom, like nobody's business. Now, as the day, <laughs> as the sun rises and day progresses, I become more of a top. Right. But Amazing. In morning, yeah. In the morning, every morning, I'm a fucking bottom. Right. Uh-huh. You know, but as you know, past noon, I'm a top. So I, you know, I'm even fluid throughout the day, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, uh, yeah, like in the morning, I want him to give it to me really good. Right. But at, yeah. at night, if he wants to put on a cheerleading outfit, you know, please. Right. Yeah. So that is, I, I've never heard that before. That's amazing. Oh, That's really? So yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 
it's a it's a very interest. I find it very very interesting. But I think what happens ultimately at the end of the day, the point I'm trying to make, regardless of what we're talking about, is sometimes we have to focus on it with the word. Because I told you I don't care about words or, or it, it, but it ultimately what is the person's intention? You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think generally speaking. I th- okay, so I th- that's obviously true. It's important. Mm-hmm. But I think the moment that someone says to you, oh, I think maybe that's not a great thing to say, that's or they're, then they've already, they already assume you care or that your intention was good, I think. Hmm. That you didn't mean to do anything. If, <laughs> if, if, if someone said something really horribly transphobic, clearly yeah. like to upset people, then yeah. you're not going to be like, Oh, maybe you should say this instead, right? Well, no, it, it, I know what you mean. Like, it, it's come up before, like, I think, actually, with Dragula, actually, when we were doing Dragula, the, you know, I don't know if you know this, with Hello Uglies, there's an OG Hello Uglies, right? Yeah. And they came for our show because they said we misgendered, uh, I believe it was Saint, right? Okay. I can't remember, but I believe it was Saint. And, um, or it may have been Priscilla. It was one of the queens. But we went and did some research, and it was one of these things where on the show they presented as male and their pronouns never came up. And it was the only reason we found out was there was some obscure interview on a website where they said that they uh, were actually um, non-binary or something yeah and so the yeah. we were never saying anything with yeah of course malintent we just on the show they presented as male they it never came up yeah. it may have been priscilla because i think then later priscilla talks about how she's transgender right okay yeah. um but in the in the up until that episode it never comes out i mean it, they presented as male and yeah we just made that assumption whereas some yeah. what's funny is hollow eve and this mm-hmm. even still comes up now. Hollow Eve, we were very careful about their pronouns. When we later interviewed Hollow Eve, uh, she, I will even say, said she doesn't give a fucking shit about her pronouns. Call her he, call her they, <laughs> call her she. She didn't care. Yeah. You know, but yeah. people assume that they wanted to be called they. Anyway, back to Drag Race Holland. It shows you how little there is to talk about in this episode. Um, <laughs> they, it follows all the beats. They have to sing a uh, No, they dance. They don't sing a song. They do a dance number to RuPaul songs. Which was, yeah. Eh. I mean, I don't have any big thoughts oh, on that. Did you say, oh, okay. I would oh, say wait. the worst thing I've ever seen on Drag Race ever. It was the worst choreo. Have you ever seen people dance? That? It wasn't even dancing. It was, it was just so walking. Bad. Just walking. Step, step, walk, walk, step, yeah. step. It was, yeah. com- it was almost, I, I laughed out loud multiple times. Oh, really? Because it was so comically bad. Yeah. Did I you not think? I'll have to watch it again. You know, I'll be honest with you. I, at a certain point, even though on, on anything visual, I did watch it. Um, and so I'm sure I watched it. I'm going to pull it up right now so I can just look at it. Um, but I remember just, look, the problem is with a lot of these foreign shows, and I actually saw someone trying to explain it um, later, is that uh, they're not... They're not just good at this stuff. I don't know what it is. I, you know, we're, like I said, we're covering All Stars 2. Oh my gosh, they did this dance very early on. I didn't realize it was so early. Like, there's not a, there, there's not a lot to the, ep- like, I haven't, I keep moving the, um, 
it happens 19 minutes into the episode. So I'm yeah. watching it right now. Um, you're right. Yeah. It is, it's just walking back and forth. But I got the impression I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. But in the episode when they when Fred announces it, I think they said they had to do all this stuff in a few hours. I wouldn't be surprised because it was it was. Oh yeah, they're like, very good. Oh my god, they have Abby and Mama like marching in, in step. There's a part where they look so lost. Mama looks oh just completely like Mama oh, yeah. looks completely. She has no idea what's going on. Oh, you know what we need to talk about. And you know, it's speaking of aesthetics. Two things. Is Nikki Plesson wearing that horrible Kleiss Iverson <laughs> dress on the judges panel? And it is awful. I what? liked it. I have, did? To, I have to admit, I liked the, I liked the dress on Nikki, yeah. <laughs> it looked yeah. crazy. But, it looked like a crazy person. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was stunning. I thought it looked better than the one that um, the, the winner is actually going to get. <laughs> <laughs> they look they look very similar same color scheme right and like big giant yeah. holes in it and the like holes yeah. yeah but the others like nick tutorials also had the holes and so did um saskia uh Salomon wait was that nicky tutorials okay. on the judges panel yeah yeah with the big coat with the holes in it with the finale yeah oh i don't know why i didn't recognize her nicky tutorials yeah um i swear i watched the finale you know what's really funny? I'm not lying. I thought to myself, I'm like, that looks a lot like Nikki tutorials. But I thought, and I even thought to myself, they wouldn't have her back again. Right? And so I was like, that, that could be. back, right? The Clace Everser was back, and um, Nikki was back, and some of Alice DeFries was back, and uh, obviously Nikki Blesser was back. Yeah. Okay. I guess I must have just missed it. I don't know. I missed a lot in this episode. Um. Oh. Okay, so maybe that was the theme, was holes in the outfit. So why don't you give us your thoughts? You have notes. Go through your notes. Clearly, I wasn't prepared for this episode. I just want to come in. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't have. I don't know if I have notes to, to describe the exact structure of the episode. No, you don't um, have to. They're really – I just did it right now. They spend so little time uh, in the workroom and all of that. I mean, literally, that dance is 19 minutes into the a 60-minute show. So – yeah. Um, it, they really buzz through the actual structure, which is the choreography, uh, the podcast, and then the, um, that's it, right? And then, yeah. What do you think of the podcast? Is there really I, a Drag Race Holland podcast? No, no. What, what do you think of the fake podcast? <laughs> yeah, it's a fake podcast. <laughs> well, you know, going, touching on what we said earlier, I felt Nikki said a lot of weird things. I thought it was interesting that Nikki was seeing them as a boy the first time. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. She's never seen them as boys, right? And yeah. then uh, I also thought it was interesting that she, well, maybe, you know, maybe there wasn't here with the translation, but she tells Envy Peru, like, oh, you look so masculine in real life. Is that, <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? What were your thoughts on that moment? That was a little bizarre, but I guess yeah. more masculine than what she looks like on the stage. Well, what's funny is I would actually say, yes, of the four, she looks the least masculine as a boy. Well, I'm not counting Mama uh, Queen in there because she's non-binary. Yeah, Abby, Abby, yeah. But Abby and Janie. Yeah, Abby looks clearly the most masculine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah with the, like, with the gray hair, and the, like, yeah. this, this perfectly styled hair, yeah. and the massive, massive, like, lips yeah and then like and then she 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 has that face that always she has makeup on because her browser like if i saw abby walking down the street i would never guess she was a drag queen 
you know. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Janie. But with Envy, yeah. big, probably a drag queen. Always did, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, other than that, um, somebody cries on the podcast too. Janie, well, look, that was fucking kind of mean, right? Like, <laughs> They pulled a classic, yeah, like, oh, uh, your dad. And then, of course, I mean, the dad's passed away, and she's very sad, and she starts crying and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, yeah, but other than that, it was pretty run-of-the-mill with Abby. They did get an interesting conversation with Mama about her, how she identifies gender-wise and stuff like that, and how she sees herself. Um, it was cool to have, to see, like, them give some time for uh, Mama to, like, explain more about who she was Mm -hmm. that like i think the entire we'll see more of that later on in the episode but like it really gave her a platform even if it was for a minute Mm -hmm. um it was nice to to see her actually talk about stuff yeah yeah, Um, yeah. in a way that i don't think there's been tons of non-binary uh contestants on drag race america yeah Um, i think actually no one's really got to talk about it a lot more than we even know yeah 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 basically everyone right yeah very close to it yeah so um and then, was there anything super interesting with Abby? Because, you know, Envy. Well, yeah, or Envy. Really, was there anything? I don't think I so. I thought it they was just interesting. Talked was it Envy the one that she said that her mom didn't react? Well, mom, the mom was just here. Was it Envy that said yeah. that she had to leave? No, maybe. Or was it Abby? I'm not sure. I don't remember. Oh, but then, but Abby. No, it might have been Abby. And I think it was Abby's brother that was on the show. Was it, it wasn't her mom. Yeah. So then maybe yeah. well yeah, it yeah. makes more sense. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. So, but I thought that, it was. Yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no. Uh, have you ever read The Velvet Ridge? You know what's so funny? I was in this gay man's group therapy, and they assigned it as homework, and then I never went back. Okay. I highly recommend it. I'm uh, interesting. Almost it. Interesting, because I know it's a very controversial book. It's very sweeping. Um, it's very like grand statements of all gay men um, mm-hmm. sort of shied away from their pair from their dads and like found softness in their mums and that's how everyone became so faggy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's very sweeping, but so far I'm recon- like recognizing a lot, even if not everything is true for me. Mm-hmm. The whole sort of pattern of coming out or like having the sort of secret like stage one of mm-hmm. being gay, having a secret mm-hmm. life and feeling deeply flawed, unacceptably flawed. Mm-hmm. Then stage two, sort of compensating for it after you've come out by being the best, the most excellent, the most fabulous, mm-hmm. the richest, etc. Mm-hmm. And then after that, coming into this authentic phase. Do you feel uh, are you really in that to envy? Yeah. So I think with all of them mm-hmm. to see them talk about their lives, mm-hmm. I was thinking like, Oh, look at, the way they talked about themselves made me feel like they were still struggling a bit with sort of this internalized shame a lot. So this mm-hmm. Janie kept up, kept on talking about how she needed to be a better person over and over again, mm-hmm. like kept, kept on like this really intense push of like, I need to get better. I need to get better. I need to get better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, poor Janie. Relax. But only just because I'd read that book, I was like, oh, no, I know everything about every gay man. Um, mm. But also Envy, I think. I don't know. It was just very, like, just to see these people, like, completely struggling. Mm-hmm. 
I sorry, I don't have a good clear endpoint to this. I I start <laughs> talking about an entire book, and I'm like, this is not actually that relevant. <laughs> Um, well, no, I think what you're talking about, because what's funny is what you're saying this, and I remember thinking this when I was watching the episode when Envy was talking about herself coming to terms with her sexuality. Forget the drag queen part. And I remember thinking of you, and I don't think you've ever said this explicitly, but when we were talking about Fred, you're talking about how you found him repulsive. I don't mean necessarily physically, but repulsive at the time because you felt he was the kind of gay you did not want to be. And so when you were younger, yeah. you didn't really like him because he was so gay that it made you uncomfortable with your own sexuality. And, and she was, she didn't say that specifically, but she found herself, but I, and I was thinking to myself, how interesting because you go from this rejecting the notion of it in general to not just being like, because the same thing is true with you, not just being like, I'm just a gay man living my best gay life, to a drag queen where it's like, how do you go, like, I'm going to speak about envy because I can't speak about your situation. You can speak to it in a second. Where your envy, like, I'm not comfortable being gay, to now all of a sudden you're winning, you know, Drag Race Holland, and you look like you're always in makeup, like your face is. Yeah. So... Uh, how you go from one extreme to the other, just passing through the middle. You're not even being like sort of centrist about it. I mean, you're going to the completely other side and maybe you could relate to us. We can't speak for Evie because not Evie, Envy because she's not here. But how did you go from someone who was, I, I don't know what your upbringing was, but like you said, I'm just, I'm basically I'm basing this on the thin piece of information that you found Fred too much. How did you go from that to like, now I'm doing the backup singing in drag at a, at a gay bar? Yeah, so I think um, I think it went from feeling this sort of actually this does tie into the book. Uh, it is relevant that I sort of start talking about it. Um, I think it went from feeling this shame and hiding this part of myself, having these separate lives, um, then coming out of it, literally coming out, and then feeling actually accepted and being able to let go of some of that shame of the actual sexuality thing mm-hmm. and finally being relieved is this really intense like feeling of there being something really deeply wrong with me and that really connected maybe with this like um new part of being myself and people specifically being nice and sweet about me being gay yeah um i think as a I'm not sure if like the drag thing is the main thing that I did to like uh, compensate for like still feeling deeply not good enough. Um, but I think that the idea of like wanting to live like a very fabulous life and excel at everything, mm-hmm. I think the feeling of like, oh, I'm a drag queen, I'm going to be performing and I'm doing all these extravagant things is sort of going to quite an extreme to be like, Maybe not an ex- extreme, because I also just generally just do like doing I like to perform. I like I like doing it. But I think feeling like you're doing something really big and really important can make it make you sort of run away from the shame a little bit. Maybe that's a bit wishy-washy. But Let me ask you this question. When did you come out? 19. And how old are you now? 27. So RuPaul's Drag Race has been allowed... Long uh, around longer than before you came out, 
And what season did you start watching Drag Race? Season six, I think. Oh, so you were already out when you started watching. Yeah. Yeah, I had a boyfriend at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was going to ask if it like if you if you found it repulsive when you first started watching it, and then all of a sudden, no, 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 interesting, no. interesting. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. It, it's so funny because I often think about you know drag queens pre RuPaul's Drag Race and how interesting that is because. Now it's the fashion thing to be, you know, like, and that's great. That's fantastic that young people who want to, you know, live their best lives can do it knowing that not only is it okay, it's a, it's a rad thing to be a drag queen, right? Yeah. But imagine being those people before RuPaul's Drag Race made it cool that you like just had this thing that you wanted to be a drag queen and you <laughs> wanted to dress as a woman and, and, and perform. And live your best life and make $20 at a bar in West Hollywood or wherever doing that. Like, that's a very interesting and very brave choice. Not that it's not a brave choice now, but what a brave choice it was back then. Yeah, definitely. And also just like within the community, people. Yeah. It's almost hard to think back at the time where it was. Because I remember when it was bizarre to wear nail polish, even in the gay scene. Yeah. That doesn't feel like that would happen anymore right you wouldn't be like going into a bar these days and wear nail polish and people be like not into it mm-hmm. but like i remember that i remember that being like a really big step i think drag race has really significantly changed the gay scene mm-hmm. to allow for more sort of femininity to be mm-hmm. out there in gay men What's yeah, funny before is, that, is you, yeah. I'm not mistaken, it's not, you don't even live like the, with going back to the Velvet Rage, I, I don't know, I've never read the books, so I can't speak to this, but yeah. I guess this is more of an antiquated sort of view of gay people, whether, you know, I was actually just talking about this the other day with somebody about how there's the, you know, there's the boy and the girl in the relationship, and then, I, I don't think there is, I'm just saying that's the way like older straight people think about gay people, like who's the girl, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you don't see it because you actually, even though you would consider yourself, I don't know where you consider yourself on the femininity scale. So. Yeah, but yeah. like, it seems like, you, but it's not like you're seeking like a super masculine top, you know? No. Yeah. No. It's like you just almost, yes, it's very, very interesting. And I feel that, I feel that sort of fluidity is also thanks to RuPaul's Drag Race, which is funny. Definitely. Because I feel RuPaul and RuPaul's Drag Race as an entity itself has mm-hmm. a very antiquated view of drag queens and drag. But yet somehow the, the show itself has, has the, the concepts of the show and the principles in the show have grown larger than the show. Definitely. So to speak. 100%. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the people behind it, though, are very old fashioned and I think see uh, it in a very different way. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, okay, but back to Drag Race Hall in the last few minutes. I want to wrap this up in the next few minutes. Yeah. Um, so then we see that they come down the runway. What were your any big thoughts on the final runway looks there? Hilka? I thought, I thought, um, Room looked really good, like stunning, which I was really surprised about because she looked awful in that first episode when she went home. Yeah, but that was a challenge. Now she gets to choose her look, and she's known as a look queen on Instagram, correct. No, she's not. She's just like a review queen. Oh, she I didn't used, know that. She's the one that made um. Rachel's oh yeah, dark, yeah. Dark. That's yeah. right. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
And then what else did you think? Um, everyone else just looked like what they always looked like. I think um, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Mama looked bizarre but fun with the, all the feathers. How did Madame Madness grow a beard so fast? Yeah, that must have been like a couple of days. Yeah, She's only, a very it's only, it's only been a few days. Yeah, hold on. But it was a bit thinner than it was before as well. So I think. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Uh. So um. And then any other lots and lots of looks or anything like that? Um, I thought it was hilarious how Envy reacted to the RuPaul um, video saying, congratulations, <laughs> Envy Peru. Yeah, well like, done, it was Ruan. like, congratulations, like, Envy Peru. Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, RuPaul just said my name. What? Yeah. She knows I won. As if that wasn't recorded yeah. six months before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And and look again, watch it again. It's you don't actually ever see her lips say "Envy Peru." It's like she yeah. goes, "Congratulations!" And they cut to Fred and and Envy, Envy Peru, Queen. You are the winner of Drag Race Holland, and now you're going to be like, "Oh God." Yeah, but that was sweet. That was sweet. she believed it. <laughs> well, maybe we'll get to see them. I would love to. You know what's so funny is. Because I live in Los Angeles and because of the, the just the universe that I live in, you know, like RuPaul, I mean, I, I've been to every finale that had an audience in season six, blah, 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 blah. So I've seen RuPaul in person multiple, multiple, multiple times. But I do know, like, like let me ask you this question. If you were to see RuPaul in person as RuPaul, like in, in the full glamour, you know, um, Glamazon look, how, how would you react so I once embarrassed myself in front of Lady Bunny really okay. badly. Okay. So I'm never, ever fangirling ever again because it was too painful. What did you do in front um, of Lady Bunny? I was just like really desperately trying to get her attention in this bar in Amsterdam. I was like, oh my God, so great. So my God, so great. And I was like, oh, can you teach me the like, the like dance that she does? Do you know the dance she does? Yeah, when yeah, she does yeah. The, uh-huh. the jokes. Yeah. Uh, and she like turns around yeah. and I was like, Oh, like this dance, and like turning around, doing that thing that she she normally does. And then once I was back, she was like in a completely different part of the room. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt so embarrassed. I was like, okay, I'm not actually because I I back in day I used to like go to a lot of drag shows and like really try to get get noticed by the queens, Mm -hmm. but it's just not it's just not worth it. You know what? I guess I I I I should I should rephrase the question. I'm not saying meet RuPaul. I'm saying be in the audience in the same room as her and see just the experience. Yeah. Um, would that affect you emotionally or something? Or Yeah, I'd, really, I'd, I'd be really happy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will say, I will say, it doesn't happen anymore, but the first few years I would literally cry. I mean, she is stunning yeah. in yeah. person. But to someone who, like, that just seems a world away, which it is. It must be so, it's so like, they, I wish they would bring Envy to something and she could just at least, meet her yeah. or something like that or like yeah that yeah that would be like i'd probably be in awe mm-hmm. and i could i can't imagine what it must, be, it must be like for someone who's an actual like drag queen you are um, an actual drag queen okay yeah okay but like she like professionally is a drag queen mm-hmm. and like clearly really loves drag race mm-hmm. yeah well, although they they are they are doing um uh drag race uk again right oh yeah they're filming it right now are they filming it already mm-hmm Oh, I thought I had some time to submit. No, Someone no. Oh, maybe, maybe, 
Maybe you can submit for season three. No, but they've, they're, yeah, yeah, well, three. Like they, they were playing to, they, they have taken applications for season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause season two, technically they were supposed to film last spring. So those queens have been chosen for a while, but they're season, they're filming two now. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and they've also opened it up to season three. That's why I read. Oh, and oh, oh. they're taking applications. Mm-hmm. The, the, my one only problem is I've got one dress. Um, they don't need to know that, but you got to get more dresses by then. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I want to invest in it. Hmm. Maybe we should. I think you should apply for Drag Race Holland. And I've. I feel doubtful that they're going to do another season. Oh really? It wasn't a big hit in Holland. I'm not sure. It just didn't feel. Did did the did the season read like a big hit to you? Like oh wow, this is something really good. No. I'm not sure. Maybe. But maybe the Dutch people are just super excited by it. Look, Drag Race Thailand super popular. I think it's horrible. Yeah, oh. but that's been cancelled too, hasn't it? How oh, it has? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen two, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. interesting. Huh. Uh, okay, well, uh, let's wrap it up, Hilka. So what are your final... Envy Peru, should she have been the winner? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think deserved winner. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, but I think the problem is it was obvious from episode two or three. You know, like, oh. Yeah, not the exciting winner, but yeah, definitely. It's Envy Peru. Deserved. Yeah. Uh, how do you think the people in Holland will react to a Peruvian, like, immigrant running it and being Drag Race Holland? Not, not at all. <laughs> I've not really seen anyone post about it at all on the ground. Has anybody posted it at all in general, just about it in general? At the start of the season, yeah, people were, like, excited about it. But I don't – maybe the elections have taken – it's just literally, um, like, on Thursday, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I think the, the presidential election was maybe – on people's mind, well, oh, poor Envy Peru. Slightly more inf- influential whether Joe Biden becomes president or Envy yeah. Peru becomes. Oh my god, I don't know Holland's what I, would I probably would have moved to Holland if Trump won again. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I saw I saw this weird thing on Reddit, and then we'll wrap up the show. I mean, to ask you about this. I saw this weird thing on Reddit where Holland has this program where you can apply to be an independent contractor for two years. Anybody can, okay. and then you get to live in Holland. And then at the end of those two years, if you behaved, you can apply to be a Dutch citizen. And I'm like, oh, that's probably how Envy and uh, Abby went over there. Really? Yeah. I just find it. It was sort of, it was in Reddit and today I learned. Like you you apply to be a um, an, uh, an independent contractor and you can live in Holland for like, it was a certain amount of time, like a year or two years. And then at the oh, okay. end of that term, you can apply for permanent residency. So. Okay. I might be in Holland soon. Fun. Well, no, Biden got elected, didn't he? Who? What? Joe Biden got elected, didn't he? Oh, yeah, so I don't have to go right now. But if, if, yeah, you're fine. if you're Trump fine. wins in 2024, then I'll go. Yeah, hopefully hope, he'll be dead. Yeah, that's, that's what I, that's what we're all saying. Like, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully he dies by then. That'll be so great. All right, on, yeah. that, on that note, <laughs> Hilka, what were your, how did you like being uh, the co host of uh, Drag Race Holland? It was so much fun. Thank you for having me. If there's a season Brilliant. two, are you going to get a Holland, a Dutch friend and come on? Sure. Sounds good. Are you going to be a guest on the Drag Race UK one? We already have Drag Race UK hosts. Sure. Sounds good. I don't know if they want you. Okay. That's their <laughs> okay. I don't want to invite myself. But... Yeah, I don't. I can't even invite you. It's not my show. Fair but, enough. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Well, Hilda, thank you so much for being here. Guys, uh, Drag Race Holland, that's a wrap. Even though I think we talked very little about the episode today. But uh, uh, we'll see you guys. We'll see you around. 
he'll he'll be back. We'll bring him back for something. Maybe a, a, lingui- yeah. a, a linguistics show. Yes, that's it. I think that'd be so interesting. <laughs>